What up, guys and gals, dudes and dudettes? It's your boy Rick here, the host of the No Soliciting Experience. I just want to ask you guys a huge favor before we get into today's podcast is if you guys find value, if there's something that you learned, if there's something that you can apply today, I just ask that you share it with friends, coworkers, managers, owners, whatever it may be. If you find value in today's episode, just share it on your social media. Tag me, as you know, most active on social on social media through Instagram at um, No Soliciting Bra. So yeah, let's uh, get into it. Cue the music and get on to today's episode. Good vibes, yeah, we bought them. We started off from the bottom and we still here. The stipends got me solemn With two weeks and a hundred fifty dollars worth I guess I'll get a job I guess I'll show up for my moms and my pops Prove them that I am an average guy And that I ain't wasting my time Just roll up that green just to catch up on sleep And we spent the whole semester up in the deep end I know all right, guys, welcome back to the No Solution Experience. I am super excited for today's guest. We've been going back and forth. Um, I've seen this person from coming in, absolutely killing it and making a name for herself. And she's just continued to do it. So really good friends. Been trying to get this to happen for a long time. So without further ado, Shay, thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor. Um, I remember when I first entered the door-to-door world and I found your Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I relate to all of these memes. It's so funny. And then you have other pages that are just so helpful. And so getting to become your friend in real life has been a treat. So thanks for having me. Heck yeah. Next step for us, we're going to go to a festival. So soon. (laughs) We're always talking about it. it just hasn't happened the podcast finally happened but the festival will come soon <laughs> enough <laughs> so shay for a lot of the people that don't follow you can you give us a little bit of like who you are and how you got into the door-to-door industry yeah of course um so i my name's shay wisdom and i'm 28 and i've been in the door-to-door industry for one year um i live in austin texas currently um but before i moved to austin i lived in Kansas City. I grew up in Kansas. Um, I was a little farm girl <laughs> growing up. Um, and then um, went to college for a couple of years, um, didn't like that, moved to Kansas City and became a wedding planner. And um, I ran an event space. And so that was cool and all, but came to visit my twin sister in Austin, Texas. I fell in love with it. I went home packed my stuff, moved to Austin. Um, I had a really difficult time finding a job. It was during COVID. I was in a new city. No one knew who I was. It was really a crazy time for me. Um, And so nine months without a job and I was really struggling. I'm a really hard worker. So not doing anything for almost a year was really hard on me mentally. And so my friend had moved to Austin and she picked right up, went straight to the door to door industry. She um, found Nico Van Slyke, who is my regional manager and one of the most incredible people I've ever met in my life. And she started doing door to door and I saw her paychecks and 
I was like, holy moly, can I try to do this? And so she trained me and I got on the doors and I just absolutely fell in love with the industry. And so here we are one year later. Interesting. Most people don't. No, most people don't fall in love with it. And if they do, it takes them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know off, off screen, you and I, we've talked about, you know, the transition into door to door and it wasn't the easiest transition right. in that time of your life. Yeah, 100%. Looking back now, how, because when, when I look back, when I first started, where I'm at now, I'm like, I'm so glad that I took the shot. There are a lot of people right now coming into the industry. It's their first year, right? So I guess let's start off with a little piece of advice. Looking back now, how grateful are you that you took the jump? I don't even know how to articulate the amount of gratitude I have that this industry found me and that I found it. Um, It's given me an opportunity to... Number one, like I said, I'm a hard worker. I always have been. Grew up on a farm and I was working on a farm early in the mornings. I I just have worked hard my entire life. And so it allows me to do that. And I thrive when I get to work hard. I'm compensated fairly for that hard work. Um, I'm surrounded by incredible people. And obviously it's it's set me up financially um to kind of create the life that you want and that that I know um is attainable now before I got into this industry I had these big dreams and, and goals and I had this vision of what I wanted my life to look like but I I didn't know how I was ever going to do it on a sixty thousand dollar salary. Yeah. Right. So now I'm able to implement I can work as hard as I want essentially make as much money as I want and then I can actually build that life that I want it's actually obtainable now mm-hmm. so the gratitude I have is is immense it's it's endless I'm so thankful that I took the diamonds that's awesome I love to hear that because from the jump you I struggled at first yeah <laughs> yeah and that's why I, I kind of stopped like <laughs> word track there from the jump you go in you're excited right um if you feel comfortable, kind of explain the situation you were in going into door to door. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, terrible. <laughs> I was dedicated, yeah. which helped me become less terrible. Um, I, it was really important to me to get, to get good. Um, something that I will say is I, I do care about what people think of me. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. the way that I am. Uh, people say that's a flaw, but it's just the way that I am. And um, so I came in to this, to this region and I, and I met my teammates and I was like, holy cow, these people are amazing salesmen. Yeah. And I was like embarrassed kind of when I first started, I was like, uh, I'm terrible. These people probably think I suck. <laughs> and I didn't, I, I just wanted to have a more badass reputation. So I just studied and worked extremely hard. I was willing to do anything to figure this out so that I could like run with the big dogs, you know? Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a name, but it took a while. You know, I, um, you know, doors slammed in my face and I was crying in my car and yeah, will I ever sell an alarm? <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And, but the most important thing is I didn't quit. 
And I kept going and kept going and kept going. It's perseverance in this industry is extremely important. Um, you know, there, there's that book. I believe it's, um, I think it's in Thinking Grow Rich where he's telling this story about how he's like in the gold mine. He's, yep. Yes. And, and he's, um, you know, digging away, digging away, digging away. And he finds this little piece of, of gold and he's satisfied. He walks away and then the next guy comes in and keeps digging a little farther and he finds this huge gold mine. Right. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, they come in and they either aren't good immediately and so they quit or they make a little bit of money and that's good enough and then they head out. It's the people who persevere and they stick with it. They stick through the hard times because it's a fact that this job is hard. It's difficult. Yeah. Just like anything, when you first start, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. How could you expect yourself to be amazing at it? Yeah. Right? So you just keep chipping away and the gold mine is right there. Yep. You, you keep going. Yep. I, I use that line a lot with my reps. Three, I, I think it's called three feet from gold. Mm-hmm. You're right there. You're right there. And literally just had this conversation with a rep yesterday. Nothing is working out in his favor. Mm. And it's tough. It's very tough because, like, you can look at it even with, like, your reps. It's like, dude, just trust me. Just keep keep doing it. They're on the phone. They're bawling to you. They're like, dude, I know I'm going to be good at this, but I, I just, I, I'm like, dude, just keep going, mm-hmm. keep going. Right. Absolutely. And it's like, if, if you're listening to this, do not cut out early, just finish the day, Yep. finish the day. And I'm grateful that, that he did. Cause he called me when he was on his drive home and he's like, dude, I don't know what, what to do. And I'm like, well, first you're calling me when you're driving home at the end of the day, I much prefer that than a rep. That's like 5 PM. It's like, I'm done. I'm driving home. You know, on that note, I remember last summer, it was a Saturday and um, it was 2 p.m. I pulled into my drive. I, I called Nico, my regional. And I was like, Nico, I, I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I didn't get a deal. I don't know if I'm ever going to be good at this. You know, I was mentally freaking out. And Nico goes, well, I'll tell you one thing. You probably shouldn't be in your driveway at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. And I was like, dang. And, but that, him being hard on me in that moment, he, he loves me. We respect each other. We love each other. But he, him being hard on me in that moment, I was like, mm-hmm. he's got a point. Yeah. And so I, you know, you're not going to catch me at home at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. You know, so. Which brings a topic that I didn't even know was that big of an issue, but just being able to be coachable. Yes. Sometimes reps, they feel like they're reprim- reprimanded mm-hmm. by leadership kind of like that statement well if you shouldn't be at home at 2 p.m a lot of people can misinterpret that as a way of like dude he just is talking down to me all these different things and a lot of it comes from a place of love like leadership comes from a place of love it's like dude just trust me i'm doing this i'm telling you this because i've been there before yes 100 percent. it's it's tough um when someone comes in and um they either don't want to listen or they want to change the pitch or they want to, you know, be to their, you know, dance to their own beat, you know, kudos to you. But if you've been in the industry for a millisecond 
and you have these people who have been here for a while and they want to guide you and teach you, it's best to just listen. Yeah. Um, we, you know, as leaders, we would never give you advice that doesn't mean anything or that's going to lead you astray. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first came in, I, I remember my first meeting. It was a Tuesday. I walked in and I looked around and I was like, wow, these people are badasses. And I met my regional manager and I was like, okay, I saw the leaderboard and I was like, okay, this person, this person, this person, and that regional manager, anything these people tell me to do, I will do. Yeah. Period. I, I wanted to be like them. So I just simply did what they did. You know? Yeah. Um, Nico right now, I, I would talk about him for days. Like one of my favorite people in the entire world, but anything he tells me to do, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, cause I, cause he, he, he knows what he's doing. He's been in the industry for a long time and look at where he's at. He yeah. just fall into that position. So when you first come in, you know, it's, it's best to just take what your leaders say as from love, just like you said, and that they're doing it for a purpose and a reason. We don't just say things, you know, willy nilly. Yeah. You know, I know. I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. So let's talk a little bit about your, your accolades being that you came in, you had the attitude of whatever they tell me to do, I'll do. And you did it. Mm-hmm. What have been some of your, I guess, your accolades over the last year? Like what has been your best day? What's been your best week? What's been your best month? Because I know a lot of people want to hear this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when I was at um, the, my uh, uh, the first company last summer, um, I beat a regional record, the highest RMR previously, uh, previous to me beating this record was eight. 117 RMR for the week mm-hmm. um, came through and I, I hit 1,030 RMR. So um, crushed the record. It was, it was awesome. And then um, one of my teammates, Oliver, beat me like two weeks later with 1,040. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but I, but I, got, I, held, I held the record for a couple of weeks and that was exciting. I was so brand new. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, now we're at Skyline. Uh, Skyline is um, it's incredible. I love it. But um, let's see. I So my regional manager, so Nico, we'll just call him Nico. Everybody remember my regional manager's name is Nico. So he, um, I, I came to him in, I believe, December. And I said, hey, I want to go beat some records. I like the way it feels. I, I like to have my name up there. Um and what I was really thinking were regional records. I never expected to break a company-wide record. So we, we sit down in, in, his, in his condo, and he's like, all right, here's, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to send you here, 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 here. Go. In February. I blissed for the entire month of February. Um, first week, I get there. It's a... Uh, snowstorm um i I pop out like 13 or 14 deals but i I got snowed in for a day yeah second week i go out i i get nine deals on monday damn yeah and then i believe seven the next day and i was at 22 by wins Mm -hmm. and nico calls me he's like hey i have the record at skyline for most installs in a week ever in the history of the company it's 34 
go sell 35 alarms this week. And I was like, what? I don't know <laughs> I do that. But then I was like, okay, let's do it. So boom, beat the record. I have, I sold 35 alarms um, in six days. Um, hands down, hardest thing I've ever done. Um, so, so yeah. And then, uh, so I think there's a screenshot here, but yeah. So those are my two big ones. Um, that I, that I'm super proud of there. Um, but there is a picture here. I don't know where it's at, but anyway, yeah, it was crazy. So those are my two big records. Um, a couple weeks ago, I sold 23 in, um, like four, four or five days. So just no, no big deal. Just <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Um, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so those are my two, those are my two big records. I love that. And I love the fact that it's not like most people come into the industry and the unfortunate truth is that money changes people. Yeah. If you, and this, this is a really good topic to talk about is if you go for the money, you'll always come up short. Hundred What I think is super dope is you're looking for impact, almost like a sense of legacy. Mm -hmm. You see these people like, I want my name up there, it feels good, mm -hmm. right? Because you know that that's your name. You earned that title, you earned that position, right? You earned it. No one gave it to you, you went out, you busted your ass and you did it. And that's, that's what, what I, I love there. about a numbers team. Mm -hmm. Sales is numbers. Those, those don't ever lie. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yep. But, but on the topic of money, you know, I, I will be honest, I, I grew up, in Kansas, um, I grew up in a single wide trailer. We didn't have a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, when I first started making money, my ego shot through the roof. But I got humbled really quickly. Yeah. Um, even my teammates were like, Shay, chill out. And I was like, damn, okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and I had to check myself. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, it does. It's, but as long as you're able to check yourself, um, and, and come back to reality. And, and I'm so thankful for my team that they love and respect me enough to say, hey, hey homie. Yeah, simmer down. Simmer down. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm so thankful because those are the kind of people you want in your life. Yeah. You know? um, so now I'm, I'm a lot more, um, or I try to be more humble. You know, it's, I, just, I don't know, they might giggle hearing me say that, but I, I, you know, calm down a bit, but it's, it's exciting at first, you know? Um, and then you realize you can blow it just as quick as you make it. Yep. I think a lot of people don't realize that like I'm making you know, $10,000 in a week. Like how could I ever spend that in a week? Oh, well, you can, you can, you can, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're around the right people, you could probably spend that in one night. Yeah. So, um, so having education around your finances is really important in the industry too, you know, because we work way too hard to yeah. not save any of our, yep. of our money. Um, not save it, not invest it. Yep. That's the big so, thing right now. But yeah, I, we, we've had this conversation actually. Yep. I remember it's a few months ago. You're like, hey, I want to get into investing. I want to do all this. You're telling me like I'm working too damn hard for this money for it just to be going somewhere else. It was just sitting in my savings account. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, it's not growing. It's it. I want to be making money while I'm sleeping. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. It's, mm -hmm. That should be everyone's goal. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, so yes, I, I hired a financial advisor um, and he's helping me do some long-term investments. That's, that's really exciting. So 
that my money's going to a place, it's growing, it's, you know, setting myself up for the future while, yeah, I, you know, I continue to to make more as, as we go. Yeah. You know? yeah. I feel proud, Shay. Thanks. Doing, doing big things. If I have a bad frame coming in, <laughs> which is our <laughs> running joke. <laughs> Uh, it's to to my let's go it's 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 just a running joke that shay and i have it's it's actually super damn funny <laughs> yeah i ordered a bed frame like a year ago and it kept getting back ordered and then i canceled it and then i ordered another one and it got lost anyway my my memory foam california king bed which i got for free by the way there you go it's just been sitting on the ground um in my apartment yeah so it's like shay you make all this dang money you're sleeping <laughs> on the floor <laughs> my uh, my teammates call me uh ho- homeless rich homeless rich <laughs> they, they call me the, they're like you're you're homeless rich you, you have money but, but you, you know you kind of live uh <laughs> underneath <laughs> yeah for real i'm yeah. like the exact same way easily satisfied yeah just a simple we're just simple human beings i just need somewhere to sleep because when i first moved out here i think i told you i was sleeping on an air mattress for like two months because i was never home i was home like maybe two to three nights a week and i was like travel so much I'm like whatever. whatever i don't care i'd normally end up on the floor anyways <laughs> Okay, and my bed is super comfy now. Um, one of the things that I'm actually super curious about is you found a way to produce at a high level, and you continue to do it consistently. And what's your secret? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so th- there are the obvious. Um, I. So in a, I've been in the industry for a year and in January, I took a little vacation to Hawaii. And then this past weekend, um, I went to a music festival and, um, but those two trips, those are the only times I've taken off in the last year. Um, I, I try to show up every single week, Monday through Saturday. Um, when I'm on a blitz, I try to be out there as early as possible and, and, you know, as late as they can go. And I set a ton of goals and I do whatever I can to reach them. I work out, I take care of my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I reach out to mentors. I, I guess if I were to list it out, take care of your body, get good sleep, eat foods that are going to fuel you and, and keep your energy high, set goals, meditate. Those, those are the sort of things that keep, that keep, um, that sustain your energy that are going to be able to keep you going. Cause what we do is exhausting. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Um, so it's important that we have mental and physical health to keep us going. Um, but another huge thing is I have a why and I have a really deep and important why and I write it down all the time and I read it all the time. And I, so really just, I work the hours so that I can achieve my why. Yeah. So I, it's never really made a lot of sense to me where I see people um, work for a week, take a week off, work for a week, take two weeks off. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. It, it. As a matter of fact, I took um, last week off because I left for this festival on Thursday. I got home on Monday night. And so I, you know, and then I'm blitzing for the next month. Um, yeah. I, it is, I am cringing that I'm not working right now. I hate it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's love what you do. 
and work the hours, know why you're doing this yeah. and take care of yourself. That's true. One of the things that I will say that I, I actually admire about you a lot is the fact that you go hard in almost everything you do. I do. <laughs> That's if, so true. if it's not working, it's uh, at home in Austin. And you do you go hard in Austin? <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do. I do. I do go hard in everything I do. It's so true. Which is dope. Like it's something that you you find uh, have found this unique balance to yourself. And it's actually super dope. One of the things that you're talking about a little bit earlier is some of the hardest and most successful people that I know in this industry are wrestlers and farmers. Mm, okay. That's awesome. Cause it's just the instillment of just hard work, hard work. Wrestling is not easy. That's why I only did one year of it. Mm-hmm. That shit is hard. A lot of discipline involved. A lot of wrestling. discipline and farming. It's just, it's the simple concept of you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. You plant expecting to harvest X amount, but you know that shit happens along the way. You got weather. You have all these things that contribute to the harvest. Sometimes farmers lose their, their entire harvest. Yep. How many times have you seen a lot of people like that they just lose everything along the way, especially in door-to-door? Like losing the harvest is one of the things that I've seen a lot that people just kind of lose everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's so unfortunate. I think what I see, I don't know that I've, um, you know, seen anyone in the industry lose everything. And if they did, they, they weren't. They I guess, I guess, me, but. I, I guess in a sense, my bad, sorry. Um, in a sense, they, they lose that momentum. Mm. I guess if, if we were to translate it, right? From my understanding, if you lose a harvest, like it's, it's fucked. <laughs> Yeah. So how many people do you see putting in the work, right? Because you guys up up to that point, you're working on the farm. You're doing everything you can, right? And then something unexpected happens. Mm, I understand. Yes. Um, well, you know, I see it all the time. But um, so number one, that's also, you know, we're just covering finances. It's really important that you're set up that if, something catastrophic happens you're prepared to deal with it right um but we've also you know and there's even just like little minor things like you know my teammates going through breakups or um you know like little things like that um what what, that's not little it's hard but uh i can see affect your energy on the course right and Mm -hmm. so um the way to maintain your momentum is you First of all, I always preach, go to work, go to work, go to work, go to work. However, if something is, is, is hitting you that hard, you need to take a day, Yeah. take a day because I, rather than having you out on the doors for six days that week at, you know, 40%. Yeah. If you just work hundred percent at a hundred percent and you need to take a day to rest and recover and get your mental right. Mm-hmm. And then you're back at a hundred percent. Yeah. So much better. Right. Yeah. So um, I think it's listening to your body, listening to your mind, being extremely self-aware yeah. so that you know, okay, I, this, 
outside thing is really affecting my job right now. I need to go home for the day. Yeah. I need to regroup. I need to yeah. regroup and I'll hit the doors tomorrow. So, so that self-awareness is, is extremely important when yeah. it comes to momentum and knowing yourself. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's my biggest thing is I think a lot of times um, where you can be pressured whether it's by yourself or, or by leadership to keep going through pain. Yeah. I don't agree with that personally. Yeah. I, I I think, you know, that self-awareness to that you need to take a day is what helps you have that sustainability to, yeah. to get up and keep going. And I, I love how you brought up the 40%, right? Because sometimes you're out there and you you realize that you're only at 40%. A lot of the a lot of the things that I tell my reps, one of the big lessons is hey, you may only be at 70% today. I just need you to give 100% of that 70%. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to hit the 100 because I know you're not capable of hitting that. And if that 40% means, hey, I can only knock prime time today, I want you to give 100% of that at that time. Yes, I love that. And so many people, do, they just feel like pushing through is, is the way to do it. Some people can. Some people are bulls that they can do that. Some people have, um, they just don't have the emotional capability Mm-hmm. And the mental fortitude to be able to do that because it's a mission, it's emotional and more mental. And if you don't have that, then just go and give what you can. Recoup, get yourself better, journal, wake up, gratitude, go to the gym, go work out, and hit it tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. I love that. So I know we're a little bit over on time. So I want to go back to that to that first little piece of advice. Being at the point of life where you are right now, if you can go back and tell Shay right before you made the jump from wedding planning to door-to-door sales, with your experiences now, what advice would you give her then? If I could go back to... Um... The, the, the shade that, you know, put on a, a sales polo for the very first time, um, I would say, hey, this is going to suck for a second, but then it's going to change your life. And all you have to do is get through the suck and get through the hard times. And you're going to, you're going to hit that shovel one more time the dust is going to settle and there's going to be a gold mine on the other side. Like I would tell her, just don't give up. Expect that this is going to suck at first, Yeah. but then it's not going to suck anymore. And you're going to be so thankful that you, that you took this dive. That's what I would say. Like people have to have the expectation that this is hard at first. Yeah. You know? um, I think you come in, you, you see a bunch of heavy hitters. You compare yourself to them, even yeah. though they're on chapter 20 and you just something to look and you're like, why am I not that good yet? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so don't compare yourself to others. You'll get there. I love that. And with that, Shay, where, where can people find you on social media? Oh, okay. So I spell my name weird. <laughs> Shout out my parents. Um, so it's at C- H E Y dot wisdom. So at Shay Wisdom, that is on Instagram. That's really the only social media that I use. So Same. I'll see you over there. I have some funny sales 
reels and yep. all that good stuff. <laughs> look, look forward to those this summer because they are hilarious. Sweet. And with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Peace. Her name wasn't silk, but her face was the shocker. The fans taking pictures of us balling, but I got him. Seven foot a hole for his body, we gon' drop him. Always on the ground, we be watching when they watch it. And when they turn it back, it's that clicker, clicker, rock em, yeah. I don't got much, but I roll with it. And all my good friends, they roll with me. And if you got a problem, take it up with me. Cause talk behind my back, I can't roll with you. Boys got we can roll with it in the club or the street. We can roll with it. It don't make me none blow for blow with it. Crack his head.